the top players and legends to the very best analysts around the world from wherever the beautiful game is played. This is BTP. Now, we're talking football. Yes, hello folks, welcome to Beyond the Pitch. I'm your host as always, Phil Brown, and I must say, delighted to be joined here. The first team coach and, of course, Manchester United legend, Megal Carrick. Megal, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yes, absolute pleasure. Megal, um, let me ask you, the club have handled this coronavirus impeccably. We've seen so many things going on, of course, in the media with uh, the, the, the NH support in the NHS and many other initiatives. What has it been like inside the club as well? But imagine it's been much like outside the football club and I'm sure the players are running to go. Is there any apprehension amongst the players coming back as well? I'm sure everything looks great on the inside. No, every, everything's everything's been great. Um, I think there was there was an, uh, a hope for us to get back, obviously as soon as possible. And the players, are, the, the players have been fantastic. I mean, um, it's not been easy for for, for for an awful lot of people. Um, and everyone everyone lives their own life and, and the home life and has their own problems yeah. in this time, you know. And um, it's a big change for a lot of people and, and, and for the players to. To some young boys as well, and some living alone, some all all different um, circumstances for them to to still apply themselves and, and look after themselves and take responsibility for themselves like they have done and mm-hmm. come back in such condition is, is, is credit to them. Um, they were all eager to come back um, and have enjoyed being back. You can clearly see that yeah. by by tra- training and the smiles and, and and how much they've enjoyed it, but actually how much they've came back and are dedicating themselves again and working hard. So it's, it's been really good to see. One of the things we've seen in social media over this lockdown has been players have remained an extreme professional by training on their own. But how difficult is it for you as their coach to continue on fitness regimes and, and making sure they remain sharp because obviously there's a fitness side but then there's a football side. Has it been difficult for you as a coach to keep everything coordinated? It's... Um it's obviously been a challenge, yeah. Of course, it has. I mean, when 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 we were in lockdown and obviously we we weren't um, we weren't seeing each other, then we, we made the call of, of, of making it a little bit optional for the players. So it wasn't it wasn't so uh, it wasn't relentless. You know, we, we we give them work to do. We were there for them. We spoke to them. We um, give them information and and give them guidelines of, of, of what kind of work to do. But at the same point, we we we, we didn't really want it to be. Um, we didn't want it to be right on the case all the time, you know. We wanted to give them a bit of a breather because it, because the circumstances were so so as they were that um, you know, it wasn't just about football. It was, it was it was it was it was a different level to that. So we we respected yeah. that, and some of the boys wanted to deal with it in different ways. And but they actually in the end they all done the work, yeah. um, which was great to see. And, and, and we left the option for, for for a number of weeks, but actually they they came back in. in in great condition, and then we came back and gradually fed it into to kind of Zoom calls and um, group uh, virtual sessions, if you like, and mm. different ways of doing that. And obviously, football football wasn't on the agenda at that point. As like you say, it was the fitness side. Yeah. So, what we as coaches were a part of that, and, and we joined in when we could, and uh, not as fit as I used to be, so it was a bit harder than <laughs> than, it, than it used to be. But um, yeah, we just wanted to be together, really, and 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 show the, and and say, look, we're, we're here to support every one of us, and and the lads, as I said, the lads have been great and they've come back great, so um, we're happy with with how it's gone. 
Um, we made the best of what we could and uh, looking forward to, to the games ahead. Yeah, for a lot of these players, Michael, this will have been the longest layoff in their career. Most footballers, they don't they get a couple of weeks in the summer, that's it. This has been an extremely long period. How difficult is it, do you think, that people, players are going to reach peak performance immediately? Is it going to be difficult to phase that back in? I think time will tell. I mean, I can't give you a definite answer right now. It's... Um, yeah, it's unprecedented, isn't it? So we're on yeah. that ground where we're kind of we're kind of learning a little bit as we go, using a bit of experience and obviously guidance. But um, again, again, the biggest thing is, is the boys look after themselves. So it wasn't a case of, you know, sometimes we go away on holiday um, and pre-season, they've got the head round of, well, we've got six weeks to get fit. Um, so there's a bit more time to prepare where they stayed on it this time. They could stay there as a focus because thought we might come back and have to play in two weeks so there, there was a, there was a different uh, there was a different focus about it this time um, so they are further down the line as they, they would be it wasn't purely time off but at the same point it, it, it is it is a it's something that we've got to think about and we've got to be aware of and we and we got to understand that the, the, the levels of performance might be might be different to, to what everyone's expecting because of the um because of the restrictions and, and, and what, obviously the time we've had to prepare. So um, there's a lot of things you've got to take into consideration, you know, and obviously listen, prevention of, of injuries in the, in the boys' health is, is, is number one priority. So we're getting the balance between that, looking after them, but actually pushing them enough that it can be as fit as, as, uh, as possible. And I'm sure by the time we start two weeks' time, uh, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But it is element of the unknown, you know. Sure. Uh, Michael, when Bruno Fernandes came in, you never went 11 games unbeaten. You never prior, prior to that. We'd gone on patchy runs of form where it looked like something concrete was being built and then we'd lose a game, we'd lose a couple. But this team, it felt different. It also brought some tactical diversity to United where I weren't just sitting deep, hitting teams on the break. Bruno Fernandes added another tactical element. Um, with Bruno Fernandes coming in and adding what he's adding, is this looking more like what you and Oli has got a vision for what Manchester United are going to look like when it's a completed article? Yeah, I mean, it's constantly evolving, I think. As, um, you're never satisfied, never satisfied. I mean, we've been part of winning teams in the past. And, and um, of course, you've, you've seen and watched it and supported it along the way. And um, you, you, it's never enough, you know. Whatever team you call, yeah, wherever you're winning, it's never enough. There's always there's some, there's always to tinker and improve. And you're, trying to, you're always striving for better. Um, but yeah, of course, it's part. It's part of. It's part of the journey, if you like. Um, it's part of. You've got to see the bigger picture as, as a manager and a coach, and um, you know it, it's not a flick of a switch and, and something changes overnight. So it, it takes time to, to juggle things about a little bit. And, and Bruno's been fantastic since he came in. There's no one can dispute that he's been fantastic. And um, now he's a marked man. Yeah. You know, now he's got different challenges. He's a, he's a marked man now. So. Um, Everyone knows about him, and um, but I think he's, he's improved players around him as well, which 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 is a which is a big part of it. I think um, other lads have stepped up, improved as a group. As a group, we're, we're definitely growing, um, and we're just looking forward to what's ahead. We're going in the right direction. Uh, there'll be bumps in the road. We know that. You know, we've still got plenty of young players that will make mistakes. They'll learn from them and they'll get better. And um, yeah, we're looking forward. We're excited. What's we're what's ahead. On that young player, um, obviously, you know, fans have loved seeing Mason Greer come through, Scott McTominay come through, who's been excellent. 
Are there any other young players coming through the academy? Of course, you will know this well. They're on the fringes. It looks like Mabry's on the fringes. Are there any other young players at the club that are on the fringes of the first team that could possibly feature when the season resumes? Yeah, I, I, I think if we're talking instantly, I think we've got a fully fit squad. So it's, um, there's going to be a lot of games as we're talking right now. Yeah, there's, there's the young boys that, that, that you all know about that are part of the squad. You know, you've got uh, Mason, Brandon, Angel, um, Tahith, Jimmy's uh, going to start training with us. And there's, there's, there's a nucleus of, of, of young boys there, but um, there's plenty behind it, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty behind it, and we're, we're believing that. Uh, I, I don't want to name names because I think it's unfair to name names because mm-hmm. it's unfair to on, on, on the rest of them because it's sometimes not the ones that you expect that come through. Yeah. You know, the ones that can surprise you and, and, and um, pop from behind and get a chance and then all of a sudden it's, it's like, oh, he, he, he's improved a lot or he's taken that step up and he's grown a lot and he's improving and um, that's the beauty of it and I, I love seeing the young boys develop. So, um I think initially, yeah, of course, with the full squad and the quality we've got, then you're going to pretty much see that. Um, and as time goes on, yeah, without doubt, we'll, we'll be looking to, to develop the young boys and get them involved as much as we can. Look, the, the signings that the club have brought in have been excellent. Bruno's come in, of course, the signings we made over the summer were excellent. But one of the things that's been really, really pleasing, I remember pretty much after Spurs away, or Spurs at home in December, Fred has been absolutely magnificent. We've seen a... a he has grown into the player that we hoped he would be, but not just Fred. We've seen Brandon Williams, of course, as I mentioned, McTominay, lots of other players in that first team that have dramatically improved. Uh, what has been the key to getting those players made up, up to the level that we've always hoped? Because to me, this the, these players are finally starting to look like the players we hoped they would be, and the, the coaching has improved almost everyone in that first team and, and made them much better players. What has been the key to that? I think you've got to give credit to the players. I think it's uh, it's easy as a coach and a manager to say, yeah, yeah, it's all us, you know, we're our coaching is fantastic. But ultimately, it's down to the players, you know. They've got to want to learn, they've got to want to improve, they've got to, they're the ones that work hard and, and um, actually perform. And I think credit to the boys. They've all, they've all had different pathways, they've all had different circumstances and um, by no means they've finished the article, you know, with loads of work to do, loads of improvement to come. But... Um, I think it's exciting when you see the improvement. It's exciting for us as coaches, um, certainly exciting for, for, for supporters and for fans to see that um, and going in that right direction. And I think it comes down to the character and the personality when yeah. you see boys wanting to learn and wanting to work and wanting to be better. Uh, everyone can buy that, and you can you can you can uh, you can kind of suffer the odd mistake or the odd the odd little blip because the, you know the mean they're trying to do the right things, and I think that that goes an awful long way. And, the boys you spoke about, yeah, yeah, great run of form, um, great run of form going into this break, and it's up to them and up to us to, to pick it up again now. Uh, one of the things that I saw in that Man City game, of the last game before um, this this break happened, is it looks like he never had a bit of a swagger back. I mean, there was a clip, of course, of Bruno Fernandes, Hushin, Pep Guardiola and Sailing, which symbolically meant a lot to United fans. Um, did you find in that game that this was a Manchester United that had its confidence back, had its swagger back, that there was something solid, a foundation to build on for the future that said this isn't just a patch of form, this is actually now what we're seeing, the manifestation of hard work going on behind the scenes and this is finally something concrete because I know United fans were somewhat happy with this lockdown because of what it did to Liverpool but actually it hurt us as well because of the momentum we had built. Did you finally see 
things come into fruition where there was a solid foundation to build on um, and, and there were, we were confident of going on long runs that we weren't capable of doing before? Yeah, of course. I think I, I think confidence is a huge thing. You know, con- confidence, belief, and, and timing as well. Timing of um, certain games and, and picking that right result up at the right time and, and giving you that um, that jump in the level of performance. And um, yeah, the city game was a big game. That the, the cluster of games was was obviously really important for us. Um, and it goes it goes a long way of putting the building blocks in place. I'm not, I'm not getting ahead of myself at all. You know that that doesn't mean we've cracked it as a, as as a, as a club as a team. Um, so we, we're not going to get um, mm-hmm. too carried away with it. But it does give you the confidence, and I'm sure it's got to give the lads the confidence. You know, to the especially the younger boys that you know you do have some wins, you do have some losses, and to know that actually you know we're good enough, we can compete. This is this is the level we're at now, and we want to get better. And, Obviously, the City game is the one that stands out. It was a fantastic night. It was a fantastic um, atmosphere. One of the best I've seen for, for quite some time. And uh, Yeah, it was a shame that we got called off not long after that, really, because yeah. it, 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 was, it was building quite nicely. But that's up to us to get back. That's it. We've got to get back that right from the start again. I want to ask you about Ollie because, like we mentioned during the start of this interview, United have been doing a lot of things right. Um, they've been doing fantastic community work. And United are starting to feel like a football club that we'd seen before, where it's resembling its identity. Has Ollie been a big part of that? What is he like to work with behind the scenes? Because lots of people have this caricature of him on the outside of being this quiet, reserved guy. What's he like on the inside? Is, and you've been at the club a long time. Has he brought back what, a lot of the things that United were under Ferguson and beyond? Yeah, he has. I think it's what he knows. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what he knows. It's what he knows. It's, it's, he obviously came, he stepped away from the club a number of years ago, and he's come back, and, and you know that that's still the same picture he has in his head from many years ago, and that's what he expected, and, and how he expects it to be, and the standard he set, and how he expects people to behave. And listen, it's an absolute beast of a football club. Yeah. But at the same point, it's a close knit family, and I think that's 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 the beauty of it. You know, for, for how big it is. Um, there's, some, there's something special about it to, to look after each other and, and support each other. And yeah, Ollie, Ollie is, is kind of how you see it. He's he's he's, uh, he's laid back uh, to, to to an extent, but actually he's got he's got the drive to succeed, and, and everyone feeds off that. And uh, he's got a real belief in the club and, and, and what it stands for, and, and that goes back an awful long time. And uh, I think that takes you. It goes back a long time, but that belief in the in, in the tradition and the history, and, and as I said, what it stands for. That also takes you a long way and means a lot. So um, it's 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 a great to be around the club at the moment and be part of it and hopefully build it for for something special in the future again. The club have extended Igalo's uh, long deal, which is great. Uh, he came in, made a fantastic impact, not just with the goals, but something. Always, always said he was one of the players that want to play for the club. It was obvious he wanted to play for the club. It's obviously someone that loved putting on the shirt. Uh, how important was it that the club extended his long deal? Yeah, this audience has done great. He's done absolutely fab, uh, fabulous, and uh, I think that's part of that's part of this the game. You know, seeing someone so desperate to play for this club and, and um, how much it means to him. You know, and he talks about um, watching it as a kid and, and when he was back home, and um, you know, that's how it should be. That's that's the ideal scenario. You want players that are desperate to be here, and um, the more players got like that, you're going to be in, in an awful better place for it. Um, you know that was way above 
uh, money or uh, fame or anything like that. That's just love of the game and love of the club. And um, that's what we're striving towards. Yeah. You know, wearing it. I've been here a long time. That's how I feel about the club. Ollie's the same. The coaching staff are the same. Uh, and you have to say the players now. You, you, you couldn't you couldn't say anything different. You know, the, the passion and the energy of the show. So to have someone like Odeon in and, and extend it, I think he's, he's given us something different. He's certainly definitely different to to the players that we we have in those positions. Uh, so he gives us good variety, and obviously his goals help. You know, yeah. the goals, the the, the, the goals that he came in and, and, and scored them, that was great. So um, yeah, it's it's great to have him for a bit longer. Um, obviously, United constantly improving, constantly evolving. How close is this United to yours and Ollie's vision of what you thought United would be uh, when it, it was the finished article? How close is it? I think you can, when you when you say how close, I think you, you only know how close it is when you can look back and say, "Yeah, we we achieved sure. that, we won that." Or uh, and even then, you don't look, you don't want to look back. Uh, you want to look forward, yeah. you know. Um, and it's not till probably some years later when you can actually look back because in the, in 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 the thick of it, over that period of time when you when you may be winning things, you don't really look back. It's what's next, what's next. Like I said earlier on, it's never enough. You know, you're always mm-hmm. striving for better. So. Um, yeah, look, we got we got an idea and 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 we got our beliefs and and where we want to get to. Um, how close time will tell, you know. That's that's the beauty of the game. What you achieve really is 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 what you deserve, and that's that's how good you are. So we we've still got that to to come and uh, as a team and as, as a squad. So uh, that's why we're looking forward and looking excited to what's ahead. Let me ask you quickly about your career because um, some games stand out for me, notably the Roma game, of course, the fantastic 7-1 game. You look back on your United career, is that that was at the Champions League final 2008. What game stands out for you the most that you look back on that you feel that was the best game I was involved in at United? Um, as a, the feeling-wise, um, was the Champions League final uh, yeah. Moscow by, by, by quite some way in terms <laughs> of, of, of that feeling when... when uh, when Ed saved that penalty, probably might yeah. take my penalty as well for the kind yeah. of the, 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 the what the feelings that brings. You know, it's not a nice feeling at all. Um, <laughs> thinking about taking a penalty and waiting to take the penalty, but then the, so the whole emotion of the night and, and obviously you know climbing the top of Everest and then lifting that trophy was was incredible. Um, in terms of games, yeah, Roma sticks out for me. That was that was some that was some night. I mean, yeah. a place. The place was absolutely bouncing. The atmosphere was just unreal. And um, that Barcelona semi-final at home when we when we did yeah. reach the final, that was the, the noise. And one that sticks out for me was when Shazy scored at uh, Anfield in the last minute yeah. for us to win one nil. That was my first. That was my first. Yeah, that was my <laughs> first um, trip to Anfield with United, and we were going for the league. And that that was we were awful Scolzi got sent right. off everything was against us we should never have won the game we were shocking right. and then Shazy pops up with that last minute goal that was a, that was a, a real special one so um, yeah there's a few I've been lucky enough to have a few but they're, they're the ones that maybe stick out a little bit more well listen Megal it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show obviously on behalf of myself and all the United fans we wish the football club nothing but the best when the season resumes Please thank everyone inside the football club for all the fantastic work they've done in the community over the last six months. And of course, to the players, yourself, we wish you nothing but a safe return and thank you so much for taking the time to do this, mate. Much appreciated. Paul, thanks for having me and um, thanks for your support. It means a lot. Uh, and we, we know especially it's for everyone. So we're doing our best for you all. Well, we're, we're, we're enjoying it so far, Michael. All the best, mate. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Thanks a lot. Cheers, yeah, mate. Bye-bye.